Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. This is The Great America Show. Great to have you with us. Welcome all. And as we approach the new year, I can't help but reflect on what this new year may well mean. We're nearing what has to be an inflection point, a place where history pivots so dramatically and profoundly it just can't be missed. An obvious moment, so much so that it shakes us to our bones and rattles our teeth. That's what's in store, I believe, for all of us this year. And I believe whatever form that historical pivot takes, the inflection that points toward our future will bring great clarity and great change to all of us now struggling to understand how this great nation has fallen so far. Our leaders have lost their way. Our government is almost unrecognizable and suspect in everything that it does. And everyday life for so many of us is filled with uncertainty, ambivalence, and there's little clarity about our direction and our destiny. Right now, there are tens of thousands holed up south of our border, preparing to charge into the United States because they believe without Title 42, there's no stopping them. The crazy thing is, there's no stopping them anyway, apparently. Millions, five to six million, have already crossed into the United States in the first two years of this Biden presidency. Consider this. Biden is bringing in millions of illegals illegally, and we have no idea where those illegals are going. They're being shipped all around the country in the dead of night. No one cares enough, it is obvious to demand where they're going, where do they live, work, and who's paying for it all. No Republicans, certainly no Democrats, are asking those questions. The news outlets are corporate-owned, and they're not about to cover the history that's being made by the Marxist Dems in league with the deep state and the globalist corporations. You have to pay for the schooling of these illegal immigrants, their welfare, medical costs, health care, their housing, their protection. It's been said that demographics are destiny, and it's certainly so. So what is our destiny now? It's not one of our making, you and I, our fellow citizens who have no voice now and no vote, because the Marxist Dems don't have time to pretend that ours is a great constitutional republic. What we are approaching is the inflection point, the point of no return, the day that the consent of the governed will no longer be required, because we haven't stood up for the country. We've turned our borders over to the Mexican drug cartels, and they're not likely to return the sovereignty that our leaders have surrendered to them. And the cartels now control both sides of our southern border, free to bring in enough deadly drugs, especially fentanyl, to kill our entire population several times over as they continue their sex trafficking and, of course, bring in as many illegal immigrants as they possibly can. Our guest today was in charge of our borders and ports as Commissioner of Customs and Border Protection in the Trump administration. Our guest is Mark Morgan, great American, and Mark, it's great to have you here on the show. This is one of the lowest points in American history. 
I'm not sure what we can do about it all. Your thoughts? Yeah, Lou, look, I, I completely agree. Look, and you said a couple of uh, very important things. One is we're already in the middle of the worst catastrophic crisis, self-inflicted crisis on our southern border we've seen in our lifetime. You know, everybody's talking about the end of Title 42, like that is going to be the beginning of the crisis. And that's just wrong. We've been in the middle of the crisis for the first uh, past two years. The second thing that you said is is very important, and I couldn't have said it better myself. Our southwest border, literally, large strategic areas of our southwest border have been handed over the cartels. The cartels, no doubt, have operational control. And there's a sub-element that you mentioned, too, which is, again, Lou, spot on. It's why I love talking to you. Cartels aren't just operating in, on the Mexico side. The cartels are on the United States side, too. The cartels reach their arms, reach into the entire uh, country and, and all 50 states. So that's a reality. The last thing that I'll say that I'll actually foot stomp, you know, it's not just the drugs coming in. It's not just the illegal aliens, but it's also criminals that are pouring in because our border patrol agents are overwhelmed. We've had over 1.2 million gotaways in the past 23 months. And then, of course, let's not forget about the potential national security threats that are pouring in among potentially that 1.2 million gotaways, Lou. I, I have to ask you, as a former commissioner of Customs and Border Protection, you look at what the Biden administration is doing, you look at that bureaucracy, uh, give us a sense of what in the world the people who are supposed to be down there guarding the border, protecting the nation, uh, those people in immigration and customs enforcement who are supposed to be uh, taking out, uh, ex deporting uh, people yep. who shouldn't be here. Uh, what, are, what are those people doing right now? Because they're not doing what we're paying for them to do. Yeah, Lou, again, you're spot on. Look, I just returned from El Paso once again on the border. And keep in mind, I'm no longer in the federal government. I'm no longer the commissioner of Customs and Border Protection. Yet I've been to the I've been to the border countless times. Yet our president still has not been to the border as we're going through the worst catastrophic crisis. Right. So the irony there. Look, I still talk to the men and women of, of Border Patrol. They're on the front lines every single day. Lou, they're, they're frustrated just like you and just like me because they know that this administration has tied their hands uh, to be able to do their job. They know that this administration on day one took, removed every single effective tool, authority and policy we have that got us to the most secure border in our lifetime. You know, you and I have talked about it before, by February of 2020, we have reduced illegal immigration by 85% to the lowest it had been in decades. And the result meant that more agents were actually on the front lines, on their national security mission, doing their job, just as you described. The reality is they've been relegated to a welcoming agency. Uh, in, in large areas along the border, 90%, 90% of border patrol agents have been removed off that front line, and they're relegated to doing administrative duties, to processing, hospital watch, transportation, everything that goes along with a processing millions of illegal aliens that this administration has incentivized. The result is, is that large areas, again, of our border are unpatrolled, unmonitored, the cartels own it, and what's happening, again, drugs are pouring in, criminal aliens, including murderers, rapists, pedophiles, aggravated felons, and gang members. That's not hyperbolic. And, of course, illegal aliens on the, uh, the potential on the FBI's terror screening database. So they know, Lou, well, one last thing I'll say, they know. Th these men and women know that they're not able to do their job. And when they hear about, for example, an American being killed by an illegal alien, they know they failed. When they hear of, of another American every single day dying of a fentanyl overdose, knowing the majority of fentanyl comes from the wide open southwest border, 
it hurts them. That's why their morale is the lowest it's ever been, because they're unable to do the job, as you said, that we pay them to do. How many Border Patrol agents do we have now? Uh, uh, about 19,000. It's actually, the irony is, they have fewer Border Patrol agents than when, uh, when I was the commissioner under uh, uh, President Trump. And yet, that's what some of the Democrats are wanting to do right now, is say, oh, oh, look what we're doing. We're asking for more agents. Like, that's going to solve the problem. First of all, it's one, because we've got lower or fewer agents now than we did. And, and second, that's not the issue. You can throw all the money and resources. That's the Democratic way, right? Let's just throw more money at it, call it a day, pat ourselves on the back, say we fixed it. That's a lie. It's not going to happen. This is a policy issue that they destroyed. And what is happening with CIS? Uh, legal, if you will, immigration. Yep. Uh, I don't even hear a discussion about uh, the efforts to create a giant amnesty, uh, thanks to the Western Growers Association and various yep. other uh, corporate organizations, they, what I call uh, g- global corporatism. Uh, we're, the, the country is being overrun by, yes, illegal immigrants, drugs, uh, you name it. But we're also being overrun by these corporations who have decided they're going to decide who comes into this country, under yep. what terms, and we and we and they frankly don't give a damn how many Americans are dislocated from their employment, uh, their lives are disrupted, or their wages suppressed. Your thoughts? Yeah, Lou, I agree. Look, th- this is the Chamber of Commerce across this country have a stranglehold on a lot of Republicans. So look, right now, the crisis we have right now, make no mistake, it's, it's the Democratic Party system administration. But the Republicans, they don't get off scot-free either. Uh, they refuse to do what they need to do. They refuse to step up. Remember, under President Trump, the Republicans had the White House, the Senate, uh, and uh, the, the House, and they failed to pass a single piece of meaningfully, meaningful border security legislation that would have stopped about 85% of what's happening now. In the past two years, we still have countless Republicans that have remained in the shadows, remained off the front lines of this devastating crisis along our southwest border, again, because they don't want to lose funding for their reelection. I mean, I'm sorry, I, I don't want to be political, but you can't talk about politics uh, you can't talk about the border without uh, talking about politics because it's so infused. And it shouldn't be that way. I mean, Lou, you and I talk securing our border. There's no downside to securing our border. But it's, it has become political. And right now we need to put pressure, obviously, on this administration, but also the Republicans to step up and do the right thing. And do the right thing. We're watching a battle uh, amongst a, a lot of principled, principally uh Freedom Caucus members in the House of Representatives over Kevin McCarthy, who wants to be speaker. Uh, he, I, I mean, what in the world are we doing? The re- we're watching the Republicans absolutely, as a conference, turn to a rhino for their leadership. It's mind-boggling. Uh, President Trump this weekend came out and endorsed Kevin McCarthy, said he deserves at least a crack at the job. I don't understand what he's done to deserve it. Do you? Uh, and yeah, I, look, don't, I don't have any confidence that he can do anything approaching of what has to be done to get this country righted. Look, you know, Lou, you and I, we know each other for years. I, I, I don't, of course, I don't want to get too far into the politics. But like I said, you can't talk about the border without talking about it because it has become, unfortunately, so infused with politics. Now, look, you, you, you saw... You know, uh, uh, McCarthy go down to the border. He was at El Paso, the same spot that I was at. 
And he did, you know, he he said the right words, right? He he was calling for Secretary Marcus to resign, which is the right thing. He said if he does it, we're gonna we're gonna start uh, having hearings to to lead towards impeachment. Uh, that that's that needs to happen. I I I'm hoping I I, I want to hold on to those aren't just words. Uh, that he's not just saying that to get the votes from the Freedom Caucus so he can become speaker. Uh, I hope he's going to be a man of his words and do that, because that's one of the first things that needs to happen is we need to hold the, this administration's chief architect of their open border policy, Secretary Marcus, accountable for his deadly policies, for lying to Congress, for lying to the American people. Uh, but also on day one, look, we've also provided uh, 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 McCarthy and the Republican House a roadmap. Uh, several uh, conservative think tanks got together. We produced a coalition letter that provides a roadmap with exactly what they need to do from a legislative perspective, Lou, that if they do it, it will secure the border. That should be House Bill number one right out of the gate. There should be no debate. They already know what needs to be done. We provided it to them. So we're going to know in short order if he's going to step up and do the right things, one, by, by, by putting forth the right border security bill, and two, holding people accountable like Secretary Mayorkas. I think that's commendable, but you and I are straight talkers. Uh, what happens then? It goes to the Senate, it gets killed. Uh, what happens yep. if it were to get killed, it gets vetoed? Uh, the Republicans have got to think in terms of what they can do to affect change. Legislation is good. Uh, but these trials and these investigations they're talking about amount to nothing more than show uh, trials, uh, which is exactly what the January 6th committee has been, because they have no way to get criminal referrals. They have no way to hold accountable the people that they find. Uh, the Justice Department is so corrupt. The Department of Justice throughout, including the FBI, is so corrupt. There is no way forward unless the Republicans bring great mental energy, intellectual energy to this exercise, and they find a way to govern with effect rather than for show. Your yeah, thoughts. so, yeah, yeah. Lou, th those are all great points, and I'm with you. L let me give you an example, though. Here, here's one way to look at the impeachment hearings of Secretary Marcos. I think it's very different than the January 6th. I, I agree with you. That, that's been all theater and all show for, for right, we, we could do a couple hours just on that. But when it comes to the border, it's really about truth, fact, and reality. So I think there will be substance there because one thing that this administration has done when it comes to the, the deadly open border policies is they've been lying to the American people. I mean, you have the president of the United States that says he's got more important things to worry about. The vice president has said the border is secure. And of course, we know Secretary America says the borders are closed and secure. We have operational control. We all we, we know all of that's a lie. So not only uh, for the first time in two years where we have a forum where the American people for the first time will actually get to hear the truth, reality, and, and, and the how and why we got to the worst border crisis in our lifetime. All that's been hid from them. And I still say that's part of the reason why the election went the way it went, because the border, it didn't get to the kitchen tables and issues should, because this administration has been covering it up. The mainstream media has assisted them in covering it up. So through those hearings, it really would, for the first time, the American people would actually get to hear a full transparency with respect to what happened. Now, the last thing that I'll say with the Republicans is here's another thing that, that they could do. And, and again, I'm already hearing a lot of pushback because they're so worried about the way it will look. But the House, look, they have a powerful tool, the power of the purse. They own the budget. Look, they could stop funding the, this administration's deadly open border policies. They could just stop it. And that means to have the political courage, strength, and will 
to shut down the government, to say, no, we're not funding one single agency that is complicit in opening our borders and facilitating illegal immigration, driving our borders to be open and having operational control over the cartels. We're not doing it one more day. We're not going to fund it. And we're going to close it down this border until this administration reverses course. They could do that, Lou, and you know it. I do know it, and I do know that the only uh, the only branch of government that has a line item veto is the House of Representatives through the power of the purse. Yep. They can go through line by line and defund whatever they wish. Uh, and but I and and it's that reason. Yeah, you were talking about you know for the election, people didn't have the the border in front of them because yep. the press is. You know, there, there's nothing more than Marxist Dems, corporate owned and operated. Uh, the, the American people right now are getting more disinformation than they are any kind of semblance of truth from uh, national media, uh, corporate owned. Uh, corporate America itself is ESG, it's CRT, it is absolutely, uh, it has moved in a way I never dreamed possible. It is a leftist, or uh, it is a leftist uh, oligopoly. Uh, in nearly every instance, and we have to take in, that into account. Kevin McCarthy right now is doing the bidding of the Chamber of Commerce because he has no choice. That's who he's been. It's who he will be. Think about this. Think about this. Gavin Newsom, the left-wing crazed Marxist governor of California, is admitting that his state is broken because of illegal immigration. Yep. He's saying it out loud. Kevin McCarthy, I don't, maybe you know, I don't know that he's ever been to the border. And he sure as hell has never stepped up and said, we're going to shut that border down and stop illegal immigration, deadly drugs, and sex trafficking now. Well, do you know? Yeah. So, so what I was, so he was, so McCarthy was just to the border a couple of weeks ago, but it was after the, the vote, the, the initial vote. To, to make him speaker or not. And I believe it was 35 members of the Freedom Caucus on the Republican side didn't vote for him. It was after that that he went to the border. So factually, what I will say is, in my opinion, I think to a large degree, he has not been in the forefront of this border crisis the past two years uh, like he should have been. And it wasn't, again, until after he didn't cross that 218-vote threshold he needed that he goes to the border. And what he said at the border, Lou, what he said was very strong. He did. He, again, he called for the, the, the resignation of, of Secretary Mayorkas, if not, to lead towards impeachment. He called for uh, the border to be secure. He said it was a crisis. He was saying all the right things. But, but as, you, as you very astutely pointed out, Governor Newsom did the same thing, uh, just it, almost the same time period. I, although I think, I think he was wearing Armani shoes when Newsom was at the border. Um, but, you know, here you have a governor that created really the, uh, our country's first state sanctuary state has welcomed illegal aliens, has rewarded them with with more benefits than any other state, possibly than New York. Uh, and now he has finally stepped up and also said it's a crisis. That's where we're at right now. I mean, look, even, even the, the Democratic mayor of El Paso called a, 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 a declaration of emergency for a city because of the crisis and said it was a crisis. We have a Democrat representative Cuellar who said it's a crisis, who our borders are said is our borders are broken, they're open. You know, meanwhile, we still have the president, vice president, secretary of America ignoring it, pretending there's not a problem in line the American people. I want to bring this back to one channel that I'm on right now, one lane, if you will, and that is the Republican Party doing something. Uh, I think you and I agree 
uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but we agree that the investigations, while they will be uh, necessary at some point, and I'm talking about the investigations sure. into Biden corruption, I'm talking about the whole thing. Uh, there, nothing can be done. There's no way to affect change with those investigations other than, quote unquote, public opinion. It's a PR campaign. Uh, for And it's going to be a very narrow one because national media isn't going to pay any attention to it. The Dems are going to run over the Republicans with lies after lies. They're, every executive de- department in the federal government will be ginning out disinformation lies and, and taking steps to to avert the eyes of the voting public. So why not focus on defunding those parts of government that are unresponsive, that have fought tooth and nail congressional oversight. That includes the Homeland Security uh, Department. That includes the Department of Justice, the FBI. And by the way, I don't think we lose a minute's worth of productivity and protection from the FBI because they're spending their time doing what local authorities do, which is investigating now murders uh, and not, not carrying out uh, anything but a weaponized assault on the American people. I'm talking about parents and school boards. Uh, this is an outrage. Why not everybody, all of us, come together and focus on what the Republican Party can do without the politics, without the, you know, the, the namby-pamby couching and posturing and nonsense. Just stand up and get it done. It takes spine absolute spine, as Congressman uh, Bob Good of Virginia said. Uh, I don't know if there's enough spine in uh, all the Republican conference to do it, but if they could, if they would, we know they could, if they would, it would change the course of uh, this tragic trajectory this nation's on. Yeah, look, look, look we, we could do a whole nother couple hours on the FBI, so I'll, I'll save that for another time. But, but your concept with respect to what Congress can do, uh, look, I couldn't have said better myself. But you and I both know, I mean, it's going to take an extraordinary high degree of political strength, courage and will uh, for the, the, the House to do what they need to do, because I agree with you. I, I don't see the Senate uh, because the Democrats uh, own the Senate. Uh, so even if a, a, a decent bill comes out of the House, I don't see it being passed in the Senate. And by some miracle it does. I mean, of course, the president can veto it. But I still think they've got to do legislation. Right. They still got to pass a strong uh, border security bill, let them not pass it in, in the Senate, and we can hold those people accountable. If by some miracle it did pass and the president vetoes, then in 2024 we get to hold them accountable. So there are things we can do, but I agree with you, that's probably what's going to happen. And that's why it does get back to the House and it does get back to their power of the purse uh, that they've got to utilize. They Look, I, I think yeah. they should really laser focus on the border because that's something that's literally killing Americans every single day. That's literally something that's jeopardizing every aspect of our nation's safety and national security every single day. That's where the majority of the lies are just coming from. I mean, American lives are being jeopardized as well as the lives of migrants. I mean, hypocrisy there. Um, and they could do it, Lou. They could. They could say no. As you just said, we are not funding one element under DHS that is responsible for this deadly catastrophic crisis of the southwest border, the worst we've ever seen in our lifetime. They could stop it, Lou. They could send the message. Uh, but that's, look, that's where right now I, I, I'm going to continue to say I'm hopeful, but I'm skeptical. 
Um, I just don't know how it's going to pan out. Yeah, I, none of us does. I, I, I would I would like to say that not knowing how it's going to pan out, I have absolute certainty of this, that it won't pan out under Kevin McCarthy. It will not pan out uh, under rhino leadership. The Republican Party has some huge issues here, and I'm attaching those political problems to these national existential uh, threats that we face because they're related. The Republican Party has for too many years given over leadership of its conference to rhinos, whether it's Paul Ryan, John Boehner, Kevin McCarthy, you go down the list, and they align with the Democrats, not with the conservatives and not with uh, moderates uh, in the Republican Party who are perfectly aligned. And, and, the, and the representatives are trying, trying to represent the voices of the people who send them to Washington. And then their leaders sell them out. Uh, look at what Mitch McConnell has done, lining up with uh, you know the omnibus bill for crying out loud. It, it undercuts with 11 other rhinos in the Senate. It undercuts everything that uh, Mitch McConnell should be doing. Yep, he, he is. He's more aligned with the CCP than he is with the Republican Party. For crying out loud, we have to speak honestly. We have to acknowledge the limitations. We have to acknowledge what's real and what's effective and what is not. And what is when we hear the mayor? You mentioned the mayor of El Paso, yeah. the Democratic mayor of El Paso. He's got illegal immigrants craw crawling out from under the sewers of El Paso from the border coming over 25. They can handle 2,500 a day. I think that's a fascinating number. They're expecting 6,000 people after the 20th of this month to be rolling in. Uh, it's going to be a heck of a Wednesday in, uh, in America, isn't it? Yeah, well, let's keep in mind. So that's 2,500 a day. So in my opinion, I, I don't think they're managing that, right? Uh, because when, when, you're, when you talk about managing something, that means that, that there's no threats coming through. The, 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 they like to use the term uh, on the Democratic side, even the mayor. Look, I don't want to call them out, but, but look, they're, they're, they're not being fully honest with the American people because here's why. Because their focus is on the illegal alien. It's not the focus on what's in the best interest of this country. It's all backwards, Lou. The, the reason why they can, quote, manage 2,500 illegal aliens coming in, and that's just in that area, is because this administration is pouring hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars of U.S. taxpayers. The, uh, the NGOs are getting funded millions of dollars from the taxpayers, and city, uh, 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 the city of El Paso is paying for a lot of it to actually manage, process, and then move the illegal aliens to every single state in this country. That's the only reason why they're, quote, able to manage it. But during that management of that flow, what happens is there's no border patrol agents on the front line. So as, they th as, they're, as they're lying to the American people saying, ah, we're, we're managing it. No, drugs are pouring in, criminals are pouring in, national security threats are pouring in. I mean, this is, this is absurd that we've got a place in, in our country where we're okay with the end justifies the means. That we're okay with somebody that wants to come to this country, that somehow we're a racist if we call for them to come legally. I'm not against legal immigration. I'm against illegal immigration because it drives our borders to be unsecure. But as you said, that it's, it's hard to imagine that it's going to get worse than it already is now, but it is going to get worse. So we're already seeing it. Look, we're getting reports. There's tens of thousands of illegal aliens in Tapachula and Juarez that they've been kind of holding back. 
and, and, and in shelters. Now they've opened up and they're on their way here. We've already seen El Paso. The numbers are exponentially starting to increase in, in anticipation. I, I mean, it's just a mess. I mean, the literally, we're, we're already, the border is already the wild, wild west. And it's hard to imagine that it's going to get worse. I wonder sometimes, to tell you the truth, how many Americans care? How many, how many Americans really care? Uh, because it may be that we've reached a point of, uh, of apathy, a level of apathy, that we are looking at what could be the end of this country as we know it. Uh, because the Republican Party is gutless, it's leaderless, it's rudderless. Uh, it's without principle, and fr- frankly, uh, we we've watched a lot of posturing and staging on the part of the of the leadership, the Rhino leadership. I I don't know where it heads, but I know this: the Republican Party is lying to the American people every day, uh, and that's got to stop. Yeah, uh, it is. It, it is posturing, but not producing. It is uh, debating, uh, but not delivering. And we've got to see this change. And I don't see anyone, uh, I, I don't see a lot of people rallying to my cry for reform the Republican Party. Ronna McDaniel, Mark, I, Ronna McDaniel is a three-time loser. And she's still there and still ostensibly endorsed by President Trump, who yeah. is, you know, God bless him for his many talents and achievements. But his, his strong suit is not personnel. I think we can agree on that. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I think we saw the first two years of the administration. Uh, I mean, that's part of the one of the largest problems he had is that there were a, a lot of individuals in the administration that, that were not on board, were actually undermining what we were trying to do. And every day. Ball. Every day. That's right. And I was there. Look, uh, two things, Lou. One is, is here's what a, a, I agree with the American people. They don't understand what's happening at the border. I'm not sure because they, they don't care. It is a much that they're being lied to by the Democratic Party and the and, and the Republicans have not been aggressive enough to, to, to make the truth and, and, and reality known. So the Republicans play. That's why I agree with you. They have a role in this. But I truly believe Americans feel disconnected from the border. But if I truly believe if they realize that every single, you know, a fentanyl death that's caused an epidemic here, and they really understood that the, the fentanyl's coming from Southwest Florida, it would make a difference. If they understood that the, the 1.2 million gotaways and the number of murderers and rapists and pedophiles and gang members, and that how gang members act as the, the, the cartel's drug distribution arm throughout this entire nation, or the fact that the national security threat that could be alive and well among the 1.2 million gotaways, I think they, if they truly understood what it meant when we say every state is a border state, it would matter to them. But again, the main mainstream media has been lying to them. The mainstream media has been covering up for this administration. You have the president of the United States lying to him, saying there's nothing to see. You have the secretary, a cabinet level official saying the border's secure. There's nothing to see. And the and same from the vice president. I mean, so that's why I go back to the hearings are important substantively, because we're going to get the truth out there for the first time in two years. Um, and, and and look, I, I I have the same concerns about the Republican Party, Lou, that, that you're talking about right now. You know, where have they been? They haven't been strong on this. The, you know, look, the Democrats are street fighters. They are. Um, they'll, they'll lie to your face and sleep well at night. Now, of course, I'm not advocating lying, but I'm advocating that the, the Republicans step up and be street fighters. You know, unfortunately, I think we're conservative by nature, but they've got to do more. They, they, they've got to bring it to the American people. As you said, they've got to be honest and start getting the true facts and reality out there. 
It, it is. It is all of that and more. There's a refusal on the part of the Republican Party. I, I think perhaps on the part of most Americans to acknowledge that the Marxist Dems are at war uh, with uh, America. They're at war with the American family, the American worker, uh, every middle-class value, uh, every institution, uh, everywhere you turn, the Biden regime and the Marxist Dems are trying to destroy uh, America. They're trying to destroy the family, trying to get parents out of schools, trying to keep, in many cases, trying to keep students out of schools. They don't care. Uh, and they don't care about what happens to broadly this nation because they mean to carry out uh, President Obama's promise to fundamentally transform it. And by golly, he's winning right now. And we are being fundamentally transformed. And it's because Republicans don't understand they're in a war. Yeah, look, look, Lou. Well, I can tell you, when it comes to the border, I, I could not agree more with you. This administration took the most secure border in our lifetime and they destroyed it and dismantled it. And it's not because of incompetence. This was done by design. Look, during the campaign, they said that what they were going to do when I was still commissioner. In fact, I got charged with a, a, a alleged violation of the Hatch Act, which was later found unsubstantiated because as the commissioner, I said that if any administration does what the, the Biden campaign said that they were going to do, this is back in 2020, I said that they would create an unmitigated catastrophe along, along our southwest border. And what happened? He took over. He did exactly what they said they were going to do. And we have the unmitigated catastrophe at our southwest border. And look, here's what, what this makes me so angry. They, they love to say that they inherited a dismantled system. They keep saying it and saying that, like, if they keep saying it, then somehow it's going to be proven true. But yet they never follow up with exactly what it specifically was that they were that uh, supposedly was dismantled. But we say they're the ones at dismantlement, and I could go down the line, Lou. They stopped building the wall system. They ended the Remain in Mexico program, which was one of the most successful tools we had. They ended the asylum cooperative agreements we have with all three Northern Triangle countries. They've gutted ICE and restrict them from to do their job. I could keep going on and on and on how they dismantled it. That's what we need Republicans to get out there and start talking more about. And then the last thing I'll say with the Republicans, Lou, is that they need to stop with just saying how bad this administration sucks. Don't get me wrong. They need to keep saying that. But but then they need to end with, okay, here's our plan to fix it. And here's how we're going to show the political strength and courage to secure our borders and protect this country. That's one thing that they failed to do effectively, Lou. Yeah, and uh, and if we can add to that, they've actually got to do something. For yep. once in their, in their careers, they've actually got to stand up and get it done. And they've yep. got to do it in the streets. They've got to do it in the halls of Congress, on the floor of the Congress. And they've got to do it in community after community. I have never seen a more feckless, gutless group of people than the rhino Republican leadership of that party. Uh, I, I condemn them for their apathy, their passivity, uh, and their indifference to this nation and the facts that are before them and their denial of those facts and realities to the American people they purport to want to truly represent at a level and standard higher than that of the Marxist Dems who are trying to destroy the country. The end result will be the same for both parties if the Republicans don't change now. Mark Morgan, 
I want to tell you, as always, I, I really appreciate you being here, and I thank you for doing your best to get the truth out to folks, uh, particularly here on The Great America Show. Uh, thanks for all you do. God bless you, and uh, Merry Christmas. Lou, thank you for all you do for this country, too, and uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family. I wish you all the best. Mark Morgan, telling it straight, and frankly, I'm not sure the Republicans have enough fire in their bellies to do a thing about it, any of it. But let's hope that they do. Please follow me on Twitter and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs. That's at Lou Dobbs on Twitter and Truth Social. Thanks for being with us today. Here tomorrow, Congressman Matt Rosendale fighting to stop rhino Kevin McCarthy from taking the House speakership. Please join us here tomorrow. Till then, God bless you, and may God bless America.